Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 571. Today we continue our deep dive into the shooting script of The Force Awakens, looking at pages 88 through 94. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we're going to adapt a change in policy here at the podcast. Now, this is a family-friendly podcast, that's not going to change, but we generally refrain from any curse words here on the podcast, and the policy adaptation that we are going to make is just a minor one, and it is to allow, when relevant, curse words that are used in the Star Wars movies themselves, we are going to use them in here. Again, only one that's relevant, and in this case, it is, because in looking at page 88 of the script, we get to the scene where Finn and Han and Chewie are making their approach to Starkiller Base, and Han tells Finn exactly how they plan on getting past the shield. Finn is suddenly filled with dread, and he says, we're going to make our landing approach at light speed, and in the narrative, Chewie, thinking it's crazy too, says, and growls in the movie, but in the caption in the narrative says, hell yes we are. So there you go, all that build up for just saying the word hell. Hell yes we are, Chewie says, going light speed into the shields of Starkiller Base. Absolutely insane. And as we all know, they do make it safely. <laughs> Somehow, some way, of course, that's their luck. And as they are running to the first of the base structures that they are going in, you can see out in the plane, they mention it in the narrative. I didn't actually see it until the fourth time that I watched the movie, that there are, it says walkers appear on the horizon in the narrative of the script. And they almost look like the old uh, spider droids that the Trade Federation had from the Clone Wars. They're not like Imperial Walkers or those new takes on the Imperial Walkers that we see in that giant assembly section of the movie where Hux is addressing all of the troops before they fire the weapon for the first time. Moving on to page 90, we get the name of the trooper that has a very short and unhappy life, unhappy life, in The Force Awakens. That's Trooper FN9330, who happens to be in the wrong place in the wrong time when Han, Chewie, and Finn come into the base, and he goes, hey, and gets shot immediately. And then, <laughs> the language in the script is just great. Phasma is T-boned hard and fast, shoved out of frame by Chewie. And I don't know about you, but I did wonder after this, why did they leave Phasma with her helmet on? Like, why didn't they make her take it off? Couldn't she have communicated with anybody else while she had that helmet on to reveal what was going on from her position? I can't imagine she would have been afraid to do that. Like, she's not somebody who strikes me as being a fearful person. But be that as it may, she doesn't give him up, and she puts the shields down for him, and they thank her with a... <laughs> A threatened drop into a garbage chute in a trash compactor. How dare they? How rude. Meanwhile, we get Ray skulking around inside Starkiller Base. And that scene where she drops down the wall, 
She finds that service hatch, that's how it's labeled inside the script, and climbs inside there. There are a couple of scenes that are not shown in the movie that are described here in the script. Once she's in there, you actually get to see her crawling around, or you could have seen, and the script describes it as a remarkable image inside the inner workings of the base. Tiny by comparison, Ray climbs amid the incredible infrastructure, a drop to infinity beneath her. She is between the light source and the white pill shapes as she makes her way across. And then there's a new scene, a wide shot of the atrium area of Starkiller Base. It says, wide shot of the stormtrooper guards above the drop-off into the atrium. What they cannot see is a shadowed silhouette of Ray against the endless white pill lights as she climbs across the space beneath them toward her exit. And eventually she pops out in a place where Han and Finn and Chewie can find her. In the meantime, with the shields down, the Resistance base sends out a communication to Poe and the gang that they can come out of light speed and start attacking Starkiller Base. We get names of characters from this. One of them at the Resistance base, one of them is just labeled as an officer, not really exciting there. But another one is labeled as Rear Admiral Gulch. Rear Admiral Gulch. Has a bit of a ring to it, doesn't it? <laughs> and we also get the names of a couple of the X-Wing pilots, including Yolo Ziff, who is briefly mislabeled as Zolo Ziff in the script, but it is Yolo Ziff, as it appears in the credits of the movie, uh, who says that they're dropping out of light speed. We also hear from a Lieutenant Bastian, B-A-S-T-I-A-N, and Elo Asti. Yes, indeed, Elo Asti, the rumored and ruminated character that could have been inspired by the Beastie Boys' Hello Nasty album. Nobody knows for sure. Nobody's copped to it yet. And on the First Order side of the house, when all the X-Wings show up, General Hux is talking with Colonel Datu about dispatching all the TIE Fighter Squadrons. That's D-A-T-O-O. And there's one other thing I'm going to flag for you today, and that's a deleted scene as well. There's a shot of the Millennium Falcon with two TIE Fighters parked at it along with a troop transport vehicle and this flags a deleted scene from the force awakens and actually the scene itself does not appear in the shooting script oddly enough there's a scene that we saw a shot from on slash film of snow troopers walking around inside the millennium falcon searching around in there and i believe kylo ren is supposed to be searching for han solo in there too but that part. It does not actually appear in the shooting script. Only the shot of TIE fighters and a troop transport vehicle parked near the Falcon while, I guess, that deleted scene actually happens. And that's going to do it for today. Tomorrow, among other things, the showdown between Kylo Ren and Han Solo. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, here's your trivia question before we go. Red squad, blue squad, take my lead. I'm on it. Got my Last time we asked you for the primary target of the Resistance X-Wing fighters in their attack on Starkiller Base, and that is the Thermal Oscillator. Today's question, who's the guy who theorized that attacking the Thermal Oscillator would destabilize the core of the Starkiller Base planet and destroy their weapon? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. 
And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com sw7x7. It's most impressive, and it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited. Disney or 20th Century Fox is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.